I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Katie Pavlich. I'm Steve Ducey. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, October 29th, 2020. I'm Trey Ingst. As more peace deals are signed in the Middle East, a coalition against Iran is getting stronger. If we have a common enemy right now and a common evil, it's Iran. And that's the, that should be the main focus politically and security-wise. This is the Fox News Rundown global pandemic. The UAE, Bahrain, and Sudan all have pledged to normalize ties with Israel. Now the world waits to see who will be next. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Dr. Amjad Taha, the regional director for the British Middle East Center for Studies and Research. Starting first in Gaza, where the positivity rate for COVID-19 is more than 13%. With around 200 new cases in the past 24 hours, there are concerns of a more widespread outbreak. Hamas, the group in control of Gaza, tells the Fox News rundown that more medical supplies are needed for further testing and treatment. Now to Jordan, that has seen more than 60,000 total cases of coronavirus. Despite controlling the outbreak well early on, Jordanian officials are struggling now with more than 3,000 daily cases. A positive case in the country's largest refugee camp is the latest concerning development. Finally, in Bahrain, more than 250 cases were reported in the past 24 hours. Nearly 90 of them came from expat workers. Bahrain has seen more than 81,000 total cases as it works to stop community spread. The developments come amid new horizons for Bahrain and other Gulf countries as they form a coalition. Right now, with the development of the events and, and uh, let's call it the biosphere of, of knowledge. This is Dr. Amjad Taha, the regional director for the British Middle East Center for Studies and Research. The Arab uh, were divided into three types. The type of the Gulf type, which are the people who have um, been supporting the uh, somehow the Palest- through their people and leadership stood with the, for years with the Palestinian uh, People and sent billions and billions of financial assets to build cities, schools, and mosques and hospitals. And in retaliation, uh, the the Palestinians they they retain nothing but denial and insult and aggression towards the the people of the Gulf. And also, the Gulf itself suffered from the Palestinian terrorists, such as the uh, uh, Nadal uh, Abu Nadal organization (ANO), which. Um, assassinated the Kuwaiti diplomats and Emirati diplomats in 1982 and 1984 and so on. So that type of the the Arab right now we have, and the second type of the Arab that we are having are the the ones who suffered from their own regime. Now we're talking about um, the Arabs uh, who uh, which suffered from their anti-Israeli slogans and, and jingles of their regime against Israel. And the result, all they got was poverty and destruction, such as the Iraq. And the third type is the ones who are, let's call it a time-worn generation, mostly immoderate and, and orthodox extremist Islamists, uh, who are thinking by time they will fade out. So now we have in all that. Yeah. You talk about the different regimes across the Middle East and, and how they have fared based on their approach to foreign policy, their recognition of Israel and their relationship with the West. I want to ask about Iran. The regime in Iran is under a lot of pressure from its people internally because you're seeing the regime fund all of these proxies across the Middle East. When these normalization deals 
keep happening. Do you think that puts more pressure on Iran to change their behavior? Um, surely. I mean, there should be an, at least a coalition or an ally, alliance, a new ally um, with Israel, a uh, coalition. That's what we hope. And that's why I at least uh, heard from officials. I am very call, uh, close to officials in, in the Middle East, especially when it comes to UAE, Saudi and, and Bahrain, hearing from them. Um, there is a kind of a coalition they're they making, an alliance where where um, everyone will make a force against the Iranian regime. And Iranian have been targeting the Arabs in, in Iraq, in Syria, in Lebanon, in Yemen, and they want to erase the whole Israel. So if we have a common enemy right now and a common evil, it's Iran, and that's the, that should be the main focus politically and security-wise. The main focus should be bringing that regime down or at least taking any powerful weapon, weapon if he had any, uh, from, from that regime. Iran today uh, is no different from the Nazi Germany with its racist practice and ethnic cleansing towards the people, the Arab people of Ahwaz, where 90% of the Iranian oil exists. Uh, um, uh, this is why at least uh, the people in Iran and also the Arab people in al uh, alongside with the people in UAE and Bahrain, they were celebrating the announcement, the historic uh, announcement of, of the, but, uh, the, the, the deal. But the main thing here right now, the Middle East, uh, who doesn't want this kind of peace and prosperity with Israel? The Iranians. They the ones who uh, they 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 have a problem with the Arab countries. They are fascist, racist towards all kind of the Arab, apart from the their militias. Since 1970s, the Iranian occupied three uh, of UAE island. They killed uh, um, uh, four millions of the Arabs uh, together from Iraq and Syria and Yemen, and supports the terrorists in Bahrain and Saudi and in Kuwait. And the Iranians are the ones who are supporting the militias in in Gaza, the terrorist militias in. Gaza and right now, even indirectly or directly, we've got with 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 the with the um, Hamas militias who are sponsored by Iran and some of the Iranian uh, revolutionary guards attended that meeting, and if that means anything, the PLO is moving towards creating that kind of a coalition between uh, Turkey and Iran, and they trying again, once again, that, that, that kind of, uh, the PLO, they're not ready for peace, and they don't want, they never wanted the peace. So from that reason, we can see like the whole GCC countries and Israel, if they have a common enemy right now is Iran, and even the PLOs, they are the paddlers of uh, So, of so do, you, do, you see, do you see these normalization deals as the first step in a larger security coalition that would have a common enemy of Iran? When you look at Bahrain, you look at the Emirates, Israel, Sudan, it appears that a lot of the focus has been on trade and tourism and technology and healthcare. The conversations around security have been there, but they've been sort of off to the side. Do you feel that this is the first step towards a larger deal? 
Of course it would be. I mean, when we speak about economically, economically, yes, uh, Bahrain, uh, Bahrain as a country, it has uh, a, a, a gross domestic products of three, uh, 37 billion. Israel has more than 370 billion. UAE has more than 726 billion. Putting that together economically, it will be a very large, strong economy. And if there is anything that we need in the future, when it comes to securing the security, we need a strong economy too, alongside that uh, economy, for an economy to be stable in, in UAE and in Bahrain, in the Gulf, in the, the whole Gulf, we need a very secure, that person who wants to invest in Israel and wants to invest in UAE and Dubai and Bahrain, Manama, and even in the future in Riyadh, they want a secure and a stable place, you know, just like London, just like Moscow, and so on. For that to happen, you need to make sure there is no terrorist attack, there is no radicalization. The state of Israel uh, had or had or possesses nuclear weapon and has advanced weapon with it, uh, with it, uh, it completely destroyed. It, it can destroy any cities if you want, if 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 you had to. But they didn't. They had all this nuclear for quite long. Look at Israel with a powerful weapon, with a whole that nuclear. They never attacked any countries, any any country from the, from alongside if if they were not attacked. With while Iran possesses a backwarded and a very old weapon, and uh, and with that they occupied and destroyed Hawaii, UAE, Iraq, Syria, Yemen, targeting Mecca missiles. Imagine if Iran had a nuclear weapons, which is something we would never accept we would never accept and to a point we will move to be an alliance with anyone against the Iranian regime. You've been listening to Dr. Amjad Taha, the regional director for the British Middle East Center for Studies and Research. You, you, talk, about the, you talk about Saudi Arabia. Where do you see the next step in relations for Israel and Saudi Arabia? Do you feel they will ultimately announce a normalization deal? And because they do have common security interests, such as countering the threat from a lot of regional players, and we're seeing it all the time, Saudi Arabia dealing with missiles being fired into their country from Yemen, Houthi-backed rebels that are backed by the Iranian regime. Do you feel that Saudi Arabia will be a member of this larger security cooperation? I mean, let's say this. Everyone is heading towards peace, even if the path and the pathology are different. I mean, if Saudi, it was very clear they are with the peace. They have been supporting the uh, the recent uh, accord with UAE and and Bahrain and so on. And we expected to hear from Morocco this week or Oman uh, later on. Uh, Saudi has been always in support of that kind of peace treaty and that kind of peace and, and, and supported that. And the fact that they also they gave, they gave the green light of, of any airplane coming from Israel towards UAE or Bahrain to move through their air and, and so on. So uh, let's say Saudi gave that green light. Now it's for Israel to move more towards, uh, let's say, if Saudi seen any kind of a green light of negotiation between the Palestinian and the Israelis, uh, Saudi would take uh, a higher step towards uh, towards the, the, the peace. Is Saudi expected in the near near future to get uh, such a, a accord as as UAE and 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 uh, 
and, and, and Bahrain or be part of the Abrahamic Accord, you never know. But what I am I, speaking to a lot of Saudis, uh, officials and, 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 uh, uh, and, and people of Saudi Arabia. One thing I know, that they are definitely not happy with the PLO and the Palestinian PLO uh, or the militias that they had, uh, the, the Gaza militias, when the, at least they, they were very sad when, when they had the Palestinian uh, laminated the assassination of Qasem Soleimani, the terrorist commander in Islamic Revolutionary Guards and the most loose individual in Iraq and Syria and the Gulf state. If we are expecting to hear, uh, uh, to, to see more peace in the, in the Middle East and in Africa, I'm expecting to hear from Morocco, Oman, Niger- Nigeria, uh, even, even, even Qatar. Really appreciate your time and, and your perspective on these topics. I know our listeners are uniquely interested, especially given all of these deals, the regional director for the British Middle East Center for Studies and Research, Dr. Amjad Taha. Dr. Taha, thank you again for your time. Thank you. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.